Hey, it's Stuart Bitcoin Fi, and today I want to put out a short episode to answer a question I got in a Facebook group that got me thinking. And the question they asked was, any idea why so many people in Bitcoin are so aggressive? Do they get a commission when they get a person they can teach? And I guess um, I kind of agreed with the person. The Bitcoin and crypto communities can be very cultish. They have a lot of passion, a lot of fervor. So the answer I gave was that once you kind of get down the rabbit hole, it's really hard to unsee what you've seen. It's kind of like waking up from the matrix. And you get a lot of people in Bitcoin and in crypto, different coin communities that are just so intensely into it that sometimes that's all they ever talk about. I know I'm a little bit that way, but I do try to take a little bit more of a measured approach because Bitcoin is not my everything. It's definitely something I think everyone should have. I get why it is some people's everything, why they are all in on Bitcoin. But the reality is, is that I don't think it's going to be that way for most people. So anyway, we continued talking in the in the comments on this post. And, and he says, yeah, cult is the word. Do these recruiters make a commission? It certainly seems so, since they all can't wait to, quote, help me. And so, no, we don't get commissions. I mean, I get referral links, and I have that one affiliate link with Swan Bitcoin. But obviously having more users buying Bitcoin, but supply and demand. So the more people that get into it, supposedly the better it is for price. Um, I really just think it comes down to, at least as far as Bitcoin is concerned, it just comes down to Bitcoiners are excited about a transparent, permissionless money that has straightforward rules and instead of watching the Federal Reserve meetings decide interest rates and how expensive money will be, we know exactly what Bitcoin's monetary policy is. Instead of having a government print 40% of all the money in existence in a short period of time and cause massive inflation and wealth inequality, Bitcoin will never do that. It will never change the score on you. It's always however much you have divided by 21 million. That's your score. Obviously, all the coins are not mined yet, so Bitcoin has a small inflation rate right now. But, you know, Bitcoin is a completely different system. There's no whims of a subset of people. There's no committee that decide, okay, we're going to mine faster. I mean, yes, there is, but Bitcoin doesn't change very fast. But when it does change, it's very thoughtful. The developers, there's been a few upgrades over the years and it needs everyone's buy-in. It needs a majority. And it's just so decentralized and so distributed and no one's in charge of it. Uh, so it's just very, I guess, kind of pure that way. A lot of people will describe Bitcoin as a pristine asset. So I think what's really pushed it, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, but just that we live in a world where governments are kind of slowly closing in on freedoms. Um, there's so much um, even controversy on Twitter and Elon Musk about freedom of speech. There's always controversy on uh, gun control. Um, but then like we're at the whim of also just politicians and the Federal Reserve on monetary policy. I saw this um, this tweet that was really interesting as far as having humans set monetary policy. Like when the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, which they just did raise it um, 0.75%, 
I mean, that means mortgages, which were about 6%, are now going to be about 6.75%. So they're pushing 7%. So the logic, according to this uh, tweet that I saw, it says, we need to make you poorer by forcing you to give more money to your lender so prices don't go up too much so you can afford things, right? So it's kind of a weird thought that the central bank is going to raise rates it's going to make your payments to your lender more, which, which is basically like if you have debt, whether it's on a house, a car, a student loan, or credit card, that payment is going to go up, and it's going to tamp down your spending because more is going to interest. Okay, So what that does is it slows consumer spending so that there is less money just buy, 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 and that the supply can catch back up and balance with the demand, right? Supply and demand. Why is uh, everything going up right now with inflation? It's because they printed a lot of money, so there's more money chasing the same amount of goods or less goods because of supply chain. So anyway, they're trying to slow it all down on the demand side by raising interest rates so that you can afford things later. Um, I don't know. It just it just doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, it's really interesting just the system that we are in. And obviously, you know, fiat currencies don't have a good track record. Um, we've seen the weaponization of the financial system with Rush being kicked off of SWIFT. There's just so many factors that can't really happen with Bitcoin. It's censorship resistant and it's permissionless. So I think that's what we're all excited about is just this immutable transparent ledger we can see it all all the data is there i mean it's pseudonymous it's semi-anonymous until they identify a certain wallet is associated with a certain organization or person but yeah it's uh it's definitely just a whole different world and you know that's why i started this podcast i think everyone should have a little bit but i want you to understand it too i'm not gonna say you should go all in or anything like that. I just think everyone should have a little bit. So that's my take on it. That's why some people, they're so excited about it. And hopefully it's not too overbearing. I definitely try not to be that guy that's just always pushing, pushing, pushing. But I do, I do definitely try to get people into it with Strike usually. Even on Facebook Marketplace, I've been selling a few things around the house lately. And I'll list something like I listed something for 35 bucks, but I said I'll take 30 bucks if you do it in Bitcoin at the current price instead of $35. And so, anyway, I'm just experimenting and I'm seeing if people are willing to do that with the Cash app or with the Strike app. We'll see what happens there. But anyway, just wanted to go over that question. I thought it was interesting. Hopefully, you enjoyed the short podcast. If you did, Share it with a friend, and I'll be back with you soon. Remember that financial independence is doable.